Welcome to the Core Creative Podcast. With this podcast, we hope to promote creative people and businesses in Cork. To learn more about the podcast, visit corkcreative.ie. Flux Learning is a company fueled by caffeine. We take our coffee seriously. So for our fourth series, we took the opportunity to broaden our knowledge and learn some insights into the coffee roasting industry in Cork City and County. In this episode, Patrick Kiley chats to Velo Suzanne Casey in the fabulous iconic offices in Cork City. Suzanne is the general manager of Velo Coffee Roasters and runs the Cork Roastery alongside Rob Horgan. Velo was established in a Cork City cafe to provide customers with a delicious, locally roasted coffee. They've maintained the quality since day one, only bringing their customers delicious, multi-award winning speciality coffee whilst continuing to grow in retail. The team is always innovating to bring out new blends and origins, as well as sustainable packaging. Even as they grow and develop as a brand, Velo keeps the product at the core of what they do. In this episode, we discuss this growth and going into mainstream retail, the advantages of having a single supplier, embedding their business ethos into all that they do and standing out amongst the crowd. And you're very welcome to Core Creative, Suzanne. So can you take a moment to tell us how did Velo come about? Velo started in the side of a cafe in Cork City Centre. We were using all locally sourced products, really looking forward to using Irish producers, but our coffee was dark roasted Italian and imported coffee. So Rob went to Germany to learn about roasting so that when we looked for our own roaster in Ireland, we would know what to look out for if they knew their stuff. He fell in love with roasting and arrived back with a roaster from Probat. And that's where the journey started. We did the Grow With Aldi program then mm. in 2018 and got us on the map. And in your role, Suzanne, you're a general manager with Vino. And how did you become involved? I started in the cafe when I moved to Ireland six, just about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I was managing the cafe when Rob went to Germany and brought back the roaster. I immediately <sighs> fell in love with the roasting side of it, mm. but was holding down the fort in the cafe. Sure. I took a break in 2019 and July 2020, I got a phone call from Rob asking if I wanted to come back. He had just sold the cafe and mm. was roasting in a purpose-built facility just up in Blackpool. And I came on to take over the e-commerce, which was booming at the time. (laughs) And that role quickly became the general, really. (laughs) All consuming. Uh, Yeah, everything bar roasting is what we tell everyone that I do. So uh, e-commerce into marketing and just Mm -hmm. into general management then. Excellent. And your your website is a credit to you. It's it's, it's very well done. Thank you. (laughs) So you mentioned before that you participated in the Grow With Aldi scheme in 2018 and you're one of the five winners of that scheme. So what has that done for Velo? It initially gave us the confidence to go into mainstream retail. Mm -hmm. It was where we wanted to sit um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to going into food service, which a lot of the small roasters were going into. Um, We learned so much throughout the program. Mm -hmm. It put us on the map in terms of marketing and visibility across Mm. Ireland. We've been on the shelves ever since 2018, um, all Aldi stores nationwide. Mm. And it's 
given us the ability to work with other retailers. Uh, mm-hmm. We're in Dunn's, Tesco's and Super Values as well here. And Brilliant. Aldi's been a great support sure. in terms of learning, in terms of getting the product out there. And we're delighted to have had the opportunity. Brilliant. German roaster, German influence, German training in a German supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> You source your beans from one supplier, uh, Kovoya. Apologies for the pronunciation. Uh, What's the advantage of having one supplier? We've built a great relationship with Kovoya. They are a division of Olam uh, Mm -hmm. past. They helped immensely keep our supply chain going over the past Mm -hmm. couple of years and grown with us year on year on year. Working with them consistently has also given us the opportunity to work directly with farmers at Origin. So we had the opportunity to go to El Salvador this year and meet our farmer there um, with Cavoya and build projects with them at Origin. Since we started supplying coffee with Cavoya, we have 10 cents of all of our Colombia goes back to origin for local projects, mm-hmm. building bridges, helping local communities. Yeah. Our farmer in India is doing a lot of local projects with education, um, sure. providing for the schools. And by working with that one supplier, the relationships that we've built have been amazing for us to assist locally and keep the supply going. But you're realizing the change and realizing the growth which was a prior all the way through the supply chain effectively. Yeah, they've grown with us really from the yeah. start and been there step by step as we've grown quicker than we've expected. They've trundled along with us and made sure we've kept coffee in the building. It's important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how has climate change affected your sourcing, your business model and the procurement then? At Source, coffee regions are mm. immensely affected by climate mm. change. So it's important for us to work with local projects mm. to help with education there. Cavoya has training projects that they do at Origin to help suppliers learn how to adjust uh, to climate change. And then here on the ground, we know how important it is for the impact that we can make as small as it is. So we've switched to all recyclable packaging for mm. our coffee we were the first to do it in Ireland. Mm. Unfortunately, with the timing of when it came in, there was delays in legislation as to what could be labelled as sure. recyclable. Sure. But that's all gone through now, so all of our, our product is in 100% recyclable packaging in retail. Brilliant. And at that scale that you're at, that's, just, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> From the packaging to what's inside the packaging. So how would you describe the flavor profile of your coffee and the individual coffee varieties and blends? Broad question, I know. Yeah, (laughs) I say that every coffee is a little bit different. Sure. um, Which means there's a velo for everyone. Just pick your favorite color. Great marketing. Um, (laughs) But as an overarching theme, every profile that we're building is to maintain all the natural sweetness in the coffee. Sure. So that you're not getting those traditional dark roasted, bitter flavors. Mm-hmm. They'll all be a little bit different. Some are more chocolatey, some are more fruity, mm-hmm. um, some 
are creamier. Some have higher acidity. Sure. Our blends we have in retail are more crowd-pleasing. Sure. They're a lot more balanced. They're going to have those richer, creamier notes. Mm-hmm. We have a range of unicycles, as sure. we call them, on our online store. And we affectionately call them our weird and wonderfuls. So you have some coffees that have notes of tomato and sure. green apple. We have a coffee from Mexico that has an extended fermentation process with added yeast in it that gives it a whole new flavor profile. Okay. So uh, we cater to everyone. There's something mm-hmm. for everyone there. But our, our main staple really brings out that sweetness. You mm-hmm. can have a second cup of coffee. You can drink it all day long. It's a good, it's a good business model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something for everyone. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> but it's the fact that you you go with your crowd pleaser and you also have the unicycle. So it's almost like the, the craftier end of things to furthermore experimental. Yeah. It's, and it's to show we are growing as a company, but by having some weird and wackies, we can show that we can do it. Sure. It's what we love to drink. It's what we drink in the office. Those mm-hmm. are our favorites and something different to show our customers. How would you describe your business ethos? Ambition, innovation, and quality. So we oh. are a young, small, diverse team, and mm-hmm. all of us are driven to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're driven to keep producing a quality product um, and none of us are ever happy so we can always do better there's always something else you can pull out of the coffee mm-hmm. you can always ensure a more efficient packing process mm-hmm. we're still doing everything by hand we still are roasting in small batches so how can we keep efficiency how can we make it better mm-hmm. how can we keep the quality in the product and we're striving for that every day across the team from sure. production all the way up through our marketing department and, and management department. Brilliant. And when you're selling such a wide variety of coffee and flavor profiles, have you noticed that there's been a change in the flavor profile receptiveness in Ireland or has people's receptiveness to certain types of coffee changed? There's definitely crowd pleasers that people know and love. So your Brazils, your Colombias, Mm -hmm. those are always the big sellers. But people are definitely changing to those lighter medium roast coffees. So we're seeing our coffee from El Salvador Mm -hmm. start to grow in popularity. We have a really amazing coffee from Ratnagiri Estate in India Mm -hmm. that people are starting to try, which is a little bit different than your typical coffees. Okay. Internationally, the changes in flavor preferences are changing at different rates. Mm-hmm. But in Ireland, you're seeing people really love something a little bit different, the lighter roasts. And you see that with the explosion of local roasteries, sure. speciality cafes. Okay. And the uh, inevitable tangent is how people are enjoying the coffee or brewing the coffee. Does that impact on the type of bean? So with, say, cold press gaining popularity, you're seeing more different beans being favoured? Yeah, so you have everything from your traditional French presses through pour-overs, which are becoming more Mm -hmm. popular, and there was the espresso machine boom that happened 
<laughs> over the past couple of years. Sure. And each brew method is going to favor a different coffee. More and more people are getting pour overs, they're mm. drinking cold brew. So those suit a little bit of a more wacky coffee. So your, your Ethiopias, your African coffees, Kenyans are becoming quite popular. And those flavor profiles are beautiful in a setting outside of your espresso machine, outside your traditional sure. French press. So as people are becoming more interested in their home setup, people are investing in their home setup. Sure. Uh, different types of coffees are really starting to shine, which is great to see. And you provide that education on your website as well. You're we, schooling people. We do, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the biggest piece for us is education without alienation. Sure. We don't want to be the uppity coffee snobs. <laughs> we want to show people that there's a big range of coffee. It's accessible to everyone. And sure. that's what we've tried to do in retails is bring that small batch into to every customer and you've given them the a pathway to get the equipment too on your website as well yes, i see which yes. is it's very inclusive it's yeah. literally the one-stop shop yep that's what we <laughs> that was our plan from the get-go yeah yeah very good there are many coffee roasting companies out there how would you describe the market is it collaborative hyper competitive what would you describe it as? in retail we're competing against the lavazzas the illies the Bulies of the world mm. The Maxwell House, the folders, we compete against them all. Sure. It's tough in that space to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. In Ireland, when you're working with the smaller roasters, it's really collaborative. Mm -hmm. uh, there's space for all of us in the market here. And everyone's doing something a little bit different. Coffee people are really cool people. It's a great industry. People have come from the corporate world. They've come from marketing. Mm. They've come from cafes and True. everyone has a different skill set. And like we worked with Cafe Moly um, down on Douglas Street to help him get up and running when his roaster was down. Sure. And all the different roasters are like that. We're, sure. We all want to help each other and see each other succeed. Good collaborative approach yeah. indeed. But in that collaborative market space and in the competitive market space, and you mentioned the challenge of going up against the beauties and the fulgers and the... The whales, yeah. shall we say. In that market, how do you define yourself? Um, or how did you find yourself when you first started out? Small batch, big flavor was our tagline mm. from the start. And we still bang that drum that we are only roasting 100% Arabica speciality coffee, mm. which is bringing that small batch artisanal roaster to mainstream retail. Mm. It's a difficult space to to show how you're different. Mm -hmm. We've used our packaging as a way to do it. So sure. we started out in a bright white, stark packaging mm -hmm. that stood out from the blacks and the browns sure. on the shelf. We've done it when we did our revamp two years ago, the rainbow of colors. Sure. So even if you're not quite sure how we're different, you'll try it. You'll pick it up off the shelf. Sure. It's bright. It's fun. And once you try the coffee, it's so different than what's on the shelf. Sure. It just brings coffee to that next level. I have to ask the bicycle conceit yes. or the, where did that originate from? Or Rob is a cycler and, mm -hmm. and when he opened the cafe, he wanted it to be a little bit different, mm -hmm. not just Rob's cafe, 
someone else's cafe and made the entire cafe cyclist themed. Mm -hmm. And that's where we started. It was taking that little bit of the cafe with us um, as we grew and gave us a point of difference, something to talk about. And we have loads of fun with the names. So all of our blends are bike named, Mm -hmm. BMX, Morning Fixie, Tandem, Mm-hmm. And then all of our single origins are unicycles. So one coffee in there, one wheel. <laughs> well, solid. Yep. <laughs> no, indeed, it was a, I had to ask. Bit of fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you find your sales are affected by seasonal factors? Recent good weather, does that impact on coffee sales? And do customers favor lighter blends during the summer versus the winter where they might opt for darker? In the summertime, everyone's trying to drink iced coffee. So you get more people trying some of the the lighter, fruitier coffees for that. In retail, you see small changes in the summertime that naturally happens across retail because people travel, they're not home. But the beauty is people drink coffee all year round. They don't stop just because it's summertime. (laughs) But they might order more online. So our e-commerce and retail shifts a little bit. Sure. No, fair enough. Speaking from a... Someone who runs a company is fueled by coffee. Yeah. I, I, it's not something we're going to be turning off. No. Nope. <laughs> if you yourself had to pick your favourite coffee, what would that be? Tricky question. My favourite at the moment and my go-to is our El Salvador, which is in the orange bag. It's from an amazing farm that's in a rainforest on the side of a volcano in El Salvador. And his coffee gets better and better Every year, he is doing so much work to farm sustainably. And in doing so, it's just creating a better quality product. Mm -hmm. It's what I use on my espresso machine at home. If I'm doing pour over, I have about six different coffees in the press (laughs) at any given time. (laughs) (laughs) Literally all of the supply. (laughs) And for Velo at large, then what are your plans for the future or what? Where would you like to be in two or three years' time? We're looking towards the UK, expanding Mm -hmm. outside Ireland, growing the company in terms of export. We have a new product that is coming to market in end of September, beginning (laughs) of October. Can't tell you all about it. Watch the space. it's, (laughs) (laughs) It's really exciting for us. A whole new space, a functional space. Okay. And we are really looking forward to, to bringing it to market to everyone. Is there ever temptation to go back to the coffee shop kind of idea? or We've talked about going back into food service every mm. once in a while. A lot of us who work in the roastery came from the cafe originally. Sure. But it's a difficult space to be in, sure. uh, working with the public all the time. So yeah. for the moment, we're really happy where we are. Specialising. Up in Mayfield, <laughs> roasting coffee, nice and quiet. <laughs> So you've also moved from Blackpool originally to Mayfield we as well? moved up to Mayfield December 2021 okay. to a bigger Maybe. facility. Great. Thanks so much for being here, Suzanne, and educating us on all things coffee and velo and cycling. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks very much Thanks for your time. To talk to you. <laughs>